to the Rude Dude Podcast. I am your resident Rude Dude, Henny Loke, the lobster, with my side kick, front kick, left kick, right kick, whatever kind of kick you want to call them, because we're equals. Uh, my boy Cameron, the Cree. How's it going, Cree? Oh, you know, dude, I'm uh, over here not in the car, um, so that's a win. Yeah, it's like, that it's like 90, yeah, 90 degrees out here in SAC, man, I, I, I wouldn't even make it. Um, but we're home, um, with a newborn. Um, it's been a week already. Um, time flies. Wow. Sleep de- right, dude? Um, when you're sleep deprived. You slept so. six hours in the last <laughs> week. <laughs> just, dude, I, I want to shrivel up and die, bro. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm a little tired. I've been busy too and played, um, softball last night. Uh, doubleheader and worked all week and working all weekend on a side job. Oh shit! But you know we got to do what we got to do. But um, we have some very extremely <laughs> exciting news for the Rude Gang. What is today, Cameron? Well, actually, as as um, you know, I, now that I sit here and listen back to the podcast, I say this a lot. But as fate would have it. It is not a Thursday, and it's a Friday. Um, today is actually my uh, my fifth sobriety birthday. Um, I gang, five gang, year- gang, 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 yeah. gang. Yep. <laughs> yep. Crowd noises. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, we can have dude. Michael put some claps in there or something. Yeah, dude. We'll make him do like you know, like little fucking party poppers and shit. Um, dude, that is huge. Thanks, How do you bro. feel? What, what are you What are you feeling? What'd you feel today? Uh, man, I kind of woke up, um, not even like believing that it was real, right? Like yeah. it, it kind of just it kind of just felt like odd. Like I woke up and I was like, man, um, you know, it's been like half a decade since I, you know, drank a beer. Or, or <laughs> it you sounds know what I mean? wild when you say it like that, dude. Yeah, dude, and it feels wild when you say it like that. Um, but it it's a it's awesome, man. Um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, like I text you earlier, um, you know, it's been a journey, um, but it's a journey that yeah. I never, never, ever, ever on any fucking planet regret taking. Um, because dude, I mean, I mean, just everything that's happened over these last five years never would have happened on any planet if I didn't wake up. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm super grateful. Um, I could, I could go on for hours and hours and hours about this, but, uh, I put put in the hard work, man, um, and just keep trying to do the next best thing, bro. I do got to say this, man. Uh, the little hope shot you did um, was awesome, and I wanted to thank you for that, man, because uh, I was all emotional um, about it because you know you kind of you kind of hit pluck my heartstrings with some of the things mm-hmm. you said, and I wanted I wanted to thank you on the pod for uh, the nice things you said, man. Um, those are victories for people like you and I, um, and sometimes you don't even see it that way until you know I listen to my my co-host saying on a fucking podcast. <laughs> Points it out, right? It's kind of hard to uh, it is hard to see our own lives from the outside and like objectively, but yeah, I appreciate that. And like I don't, you know, the spirit moved me, and I thought I would just do a little something since we we're able to do uh, <clears throat> a podcast and. Dude, it's it's wild. It's it's uh it's incredible. It's beautiful and like just to imagine, you know, where we come from, the guy who always had 
a 30 rack of warm coolers light in his uh back in the trunk of his focus um just driving around drunk everywhere now just like being a successful regular human being like it's it's beautiful man it's a beautiful thing my buddy jd says it all the time it's a beautiful thing and it really is a beautiful thing it really is man and it, and and even like you know part of that reflection today was you know how did I even get here, right? Because you know when you feel so hopeless, when you're you you know exactly that feeling I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. And, and anybody in active addiction or who is in recovery, you know you did. There's never an end in sight, right? Like this life that I'm living right now is just that's 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 for the birds, bro. Like that's just not happening. Um, and and it 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 happened. Um, and uh, it's it's a fucking beautiful thing, like your friend said, man. It is a beautiful thing. Um, I, I got good. I broke my mom's heart one time because her dad was an alcoholic and, mm-hmm. um, luckily, or er, he, he died sober. So that's awesome. But yeah. he, she went through it her whole childhood. And one time she caught me drunk or whatever. I was young. I don't remember. I think we were in Pacific Grove when we had this conversation, not the time you and I were there, but uh, I was, you know, 17 or something. I said, mom, this is just the way I am. This is just what I am. It's what I'll always be. I like to drink and that's just the way it'll always be. And this is just who I'll, I'll always be. And I didn't realize the significance of how painful it was for her to hear that given her background until much later. Um, but that was really how I felt, man. I, I just was, I, I surrendered to the the idea that I would just be this alcoholic, worthless person, never like anything. I, I, I would mm-hmm. just never be a successful human being. I, I, this was just what I was, and that was my fate, and I, I pretty much like conceded to that. And that's a wild thought. That's a heavy load, and, and it's sad, and it sucks, and so... And I think it's important to, like, as these anniversaries go on, the first one's wild. The first time I got a year, like, I cried. At midnight, I fucking cried because I couldn't believe it. I never thought I'd put together a week, let alone a year. And then, you know, as you get a few more, they start to, like, fall off. It's always cool. It's always good. But you're like, you know, this is just what I do now. But I do think it's it's really important to remember where we came from and the pain and the hurt and the suffering. And remember that it is a big fucking deal. It yeah, is dude. important. It is, you know, all these things and not to just pass it off. Cause that complacency, um, and that kind of attitude is what can take us back out. So it's important to remind ourselves and look back and, you know, really smell the roses on it and make sure we remember how cool it is and how important it is. Yeah, dude, I, I think that's a great point, man. I think, because um, we can get kind of stagnant, right? Like, oh, hey, it's another year. Like, you know, like last year, it was like, oh, hey, this time last year, four years, you know? Hey, I was excited about it, but I mean, I'm not doing cartwheels, like you said, for the first year. That first year is something else, man. It's like it's like boner-worthy. Um, <laughs> it, it, dude, it really is. You're, you feel so accomplished after that first year. Um, 
but it uh it is worth celebrating and it's not us trying to gloat you know this isn't me like hey look at me i'm better than everybody because i have five years there's that's not the case um it but it but dude it, it took a lot of hard work to get here um and and it took a lot of pain um before that to even get here um and and this is this is going to be one of our little shorter podcasts because we have a newborn here and all this crap um but there was something that i wanted to bring up man it was it kind of ties into this with, you know, the five years and being present and sober and what my life looks like today. Um, this time last week, um, I'm sitting in the recovery room with my son and sitting next to my wife, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, and it's as simple as, it's as simple as that, man. It's as simple as that. Um, I wouldn't be there. Um, I, 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 you know, I wouldn't be sitting here supporting my wife or doing anything. Um, I'd be dead or, or I'd be in prison you know what I mean? And those are the generic, you know, quotes, jails, death, or institutions. But but that was the reality for me, dude. Um, and, oh, um, yeah, and, and, and to not do that, <laughs> to not be that person, um, is just incredible, man. And, and I feel for your mom, dude, because it's a fear of mine that uh, one of my kids, I brought this up too, that they're going to get the uh, quote-unquote demon blood, right? Um, I always like to, I always like to reference myself, um, if, you know, in a joking passing way, like if I was to drink again, you would know because I'd be like those fucking sharks on finding Nemo when he smells the blood and his pupils <laughs> dilate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that'd be me, man. Um, you know, there'd be blood in the water. Um, and I just hope that, you know, it's like a fear of mine. Like, I just hope that that just doesn't happen. And so what I do is I, I lead, um, this sober life for them. So that they don't ever, ever have to know that side of me, bro. You know what I mean? Those can be those yeah. can be stories for a conversation at a later time, and 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 they don't ever have to worry about, you know, who that Cameron was or who that dad was. He doesn't he doesn't exist anymore because I work hard on it every day. And that's that's right. a, that's something I wanted to hammer home because it it motivates the shit out of me to keep waking up clear eyed and bushy tailed and trying to put on a fucking smiling face when life gets hard, dude, it'd be so much easier to take the easy way out, bro. And you know that. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what I wanted to say on that. So I'm just glad that you actually, um, you know, turned it around. So then your mom can see, you know, Hey, it wasn't who you were always supposed to be. Right. It's not, that's not it. Here you are Mm -hmm. now, man, doing it. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, I have a teenager now, mm-hmm. and while we're on the subject, uh, if you listened to the Hope Shot last week, you might have heard me mention a couple times uh, on purpose that he's having kids on purpose. <laughs> so I'm like uh, the Bob Ross of the kid game. I have two very happy little accidents, uh, unplanned. Um, very grateful for my children. I have Myla Grace. She uh, just turned four in April, and then Cadence Rose just turned sixteen in February. God damn, uh, dude! <laughs> right? Yeah. But I have uh, so having children on purpose seems pretty cool to me, and it's like it's a low bar, I know, but it's it's pretty adult to me because I've never experienced it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Now- um, Go ahead. Is that something that 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 uh, how does that make you feel, man? Like, because I mean, I I I assume that you're not going to have any more kids, correct? Well, I'm. Or on, are you? On I'm on the fence about it. Okay. Uh, Kristen and I have talked about it, and I'm I'm not opposed to it. Both of us are like 
if one or the other was all of a sudden like if we were married and was all of a sudden like I would really like to have another kid that we would both be open to the conversation. My okay. thing is at this point, and I know tons of people do it, and I'm not knocking anybody who does, and it's all good, and anybody can do whatever they want. But at this point, Kristen wants to be married. So let's say between marriage and nine months of pregnancy, I'm 37. And then I'm 40 with a three-year-old and so on and so forth. That just doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, yeah, I would dude. like to at some point have my kids uh, be adults and out of the nest and um, you know start to like travel or something and bring my adult kids with me on vacations to Europe mm-hmm. uh, things like that so I don't know but I'm open to it but for a long time this has come throughout my journey of recovery because for the first like up until, you know, the last maybe six months or a year, I would really, I really regretted not, I've never even had the experience of comforting my pregnant wife or rubbing her feet or going to the store for pickles and peanut butter at 2am or any of that stuff, because mine were both very unconventional. And maybe we'll get into those stories another time. But, um, so it, it sucks that I've never had that experience, but that the other part of it though is like that's just my story. That's just yep. how it ended up. I'm not going to be sad about it. I'm not going to sit around and bum about it and cry about it. It just is what it is. And and my daughters are freaking amazing, and I wouldn't trade them for the world. So, and they came how they came, and I have them. I do love kids. I'm happy. I'm happy that I have them. So like, and it, and it happened how it happened. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's my story. So I, I, I would have, I would have, and maybe would like to have the traditional experience, but I didn't. And that's just part of my story. And if we decide to take it there, you know, I would be, we would be open to it, but I don't know. We'll just see what happens. Yeah, man, just go with the flow. And I'm, and I'm glad that you said that dude. Cause, um, you know, that's just a part of your story, right? Um, every, you know, we all have this this vision of how our lives are supposed to be, right? I think I said it in my uh, in my in my story, like, bro, I never anticipated that I was going to turn into a raging alcoholic, right? Um, yeah, yeah, like like that wasn't on the, that wasn't <laughs> on my trajectory plan, um, but but it happened, and 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 your two daughters happened, and and I I see them on social media and all that. They they they're they're living their best lives, dude. Um, and, and they're, they look great. They're happy, healthy girls. Um, and if that time comes, um, you know, with you and Kristen, you can entertain the conversation, but I totally get what you're saying about the age thing. That was my fear, right? Because I waited pretty long to have my kids. Um, I, uh, I, I didn't want to be the dad, um, in the walker at high school graduation. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, is that your grandpa picking you up? Um, no, no dude, that's my dad. Oh, well, Hey, does he, did he take his fucking, you know, Metamucil today? Like, I I don't want to be that guy. Um, so, you know, that was a big fear of mine. That's why it was, um, this second kid, it was like, Hey, we got to get on it. Cause, um, I I don't want to be 70 years old when the kid's fucking, you know, 19 or something like that. Um, are you guys, do you think you're done? Oh, I'm done, bro. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. a vasectomy. I'm getting snipped. It's over with. 
it's a wrap. Nice. And and if I'm a good if, number. Yeah, if I'm being transparent, um I, I I'm glad my son is here. I love him. Don't nobody take this the wrong way. I didn't even want another kid. Um <laughs> uh but I did it for the 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 sibling, right? Um I know how yeah. important that is. Um, you know, my brother, I love him. I love the shit out of him. It was important to grow up w- with a sibling. And I didn't yeah. want to rob Addison of that. And and now that my son's here, of course, dude, I, lo- I love the shit out of him. Just like I knew I would when he was born. Um, but dude, I selfish- think one boy and one girl, you can't get any luckier, too. Like, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, dude, it, it's tits, man. You know, the chips all fell where they needed to fall. Um, and a fun little fact about me having a son... Um, I ended up, I'm, dude, he's the last of the Davis line. So if I didn't have a boy, um, the Davis line was going to die. So I single-handedly put the Davis name on my back with my sack, bro. Um, So it was a win. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? (laughs) My wench has delivered me a son to bringeth on the Davis line. Ah, my sire shall carry on. Chin, chin. Oh, dude. (laughs) Fuck. But uh, yeah, man. You know, the other thing that you mentioned that I wanted to touch on a little bit was like worrying about your kids getting the devil's blood mm-hmm. or whatever you called it. And that is definitely a concern. And I've had, you know, these concerns, especially now with my older one and some of the talks, but I've talked to a lot of people about it. And what I came up with some of the best advice that I got in essence is the the on, kids are going to make their own decisions mm-hmm. no matter what. And the only thing that you can do, the best thing you can do is give them all the information. The, the more you try to stop a kid from doing something often, not always, it's going to make them want to do it more. So, mm-hmm. And I also don't want to be a hypocrite and be like, oh, you can't do any of that stuff ever because obviously I did it. And so the best thing that I have been able to do with Katie, and I hope it works, uh, is tell her everything. Tell her about the bad. Tell her about the good. Tell her, explain what happened, where I went wrong, and, and what it felt like, and how bad it was, and... Katie actually sat in on one of my leads or chairs one time. Literally, she sat there in a meeting with me and listened to my whole story. And she came up after. She was like, oh, my God, you did that? My mom did that? This and that? And, like, but that's, (laughs) like, I'm, I'm an open book, and that includes my child. I want her to know. I want her to think about it because... Sometimes the best cure for someone to not become an alcoholic is to have a parent who's one. Uh, mm-hmm. Case in point, my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with my dad. My dad, uh, real father and uh, grandpa and a lot of his people were alcoholics and he just has no desire, no taste for it. Mm-hmm. And my mom, obviously the same way, just never wanted to be controlled by a substance and, you know, I'm hoping kind of the same thing for Katie, but you can't lock them up in a tower like Rapunzel and just never let them do anything. You have to just give them all the information and be honest with them and hope that they make the best decisions. That's that's my method anyway, and we'll see how it goes. You know what, man? I, I, uh, I had, because I'm so far away from that, that, uh, that type of conversation, but I've, I've, I agree with your approach on that. Um, information is key, right? Um, instead of, instead of 
slandering it and and making it seem like you know hey it's the end of the world um we would be naive to think that our teenagers aren't going to go drink at a party or or smoke some weed or something like that you know what i mean like that's just that's just that's just idiocy um but what you're doing right in my opinion is you're educating her on on everything about it and and that's that's kind of the plan i want to go with is you know hey the first time I catch Addison, you know, coming home and she looks hungover, you know, me and her are going to go have a chat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to casually explain it, or that's how I have the story playing out in my head, um, of how, you know, my story and we, we all know how that went. Um, it's all fun and games until it's not. And, and, and you need to be safe and, and, and don't be afraid to talk to me about it. Um, right. and, and, and like you said, that's all we can do. It's all we can do. What am I gonna do? Um, fucking shackle her to the to the wall and be like, "Hey, you drank a beer and had fun with your friends one night, and you did it kind of safely, or you, maybe you called me and I picked you up. And you're grounded for life." No, that's not that's not how I was raised. Um, so uh, we we would be remiss to even remotely approach it that way. So I think uh, I think that's I think that's a great approach, dude. And 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 all we can do is pray about it, right? Like those things are out of our hands. Um, our, I know our parents were probably sweating balls when me and you were out doing our thing. Oh God! Uh, yeah, no my mom had many it. sleepless nights. You know what I mean? Um, my parents and, only slept good when I was in jail or rehab for a long yeah, time. Yeah, like yeah. no joke. Because mm-hmm. at that's least the they reality. knew where I was and that I was alive and safe. Yeah, dude. The saddest thing ever. My mom's. She said she finally stopped doing it, but anytime she would hear sirens at night, it would keep her up all night. Um, or if, or if she would hear like a, a police helicopter, um, she would think that it was me getting rolled up or something like that. And and it was just her anxiety because I was My just son out. in a high speed chase drunk as yep. a skunk. Yep. Yep. Just, just oh, doing wild shit. Lord yep. almighty. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that. That's maybe another conversation for another time. But I, I, I love that you're taking that approach, man. Um, information is key. Honesty, transparency. Um, the and, other uh, thing that you touched on there too is like, if you create an atmosphere of honesty, would you rather Addison got in a car with one of her drunk friends or was like, this is dumb and my dad said I could call him. Hey, dad, my friends are wasted. Can you come pick me up? Obviously, we choose that every time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or or take an Uber or whatever the hell's going on. Maybe they'll have flying fucking cars with clowns driving them by that time, dude. I mean, but you Here know, pretty like, soon. Yeah, pretty soon, dude. AI-driven cars, my man. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, dude. Um, Take the fear away from it. Um, You're going to experiment. I want her to live a full life. Go have fun, but do it responsibly. And don't don't make your me or your mom sit up worrying about you all night. And that's a that's a magical um, imagination to hope that it goes that smooth. But all I can hope for, and all you can hope for, is that us being transparent and not being the hey put your fingers on the fucking table so i can slap it with a ruler because you drank an an alcoholic beverage um it it should pay dividends i hope so yeah uh, and we'll and we'll tackle that when that time comes so let's let's switch gears here mr i go to bed promptly at 9 p.m and i wake up at 5 a.m you've just had a newborn congratulations graham james yep Graham James Davis, the young stud, the young thug, the man, the boy, the legend. Uh, how how are you dealing with this? How are you feeling? How is your scheduling and your sleeping? Like, where's your mind at right now with all this? 
Well, I, we're gonna do. I, I think next week we should do a big one on change. But I'll give you a quick. I'll give you a quick um, synopsis. Um, I don't do well with change. Yeah. <laughs> um, 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 I, I'm absolutely terrible with it. Um, it sends me into a fucking tailspin. And what I mean by tailspin is it, it gives me a very intense level of anxiety. Um, I, I'm like a creature of habit. Um, so throwing a little wrench into my little routine um, definitely has had some challenges, man. Um, I've been exclusively, you know, on toddler patrol for the most part. So that has been challenging in some sense. Oh, um, yeah. You know, the uh, um, trying to tell her to not touch his face. And, and then I got the, uh, oh. I got the lab, I got the lab puppy that's 10 months old that wants me to throw the goddamn ball every five seconds. <laughs> I got two cats. I got, I got, I got Carlos who Jesus. has three legs. And, and yeah, dude, it's, a, it's like, a, it's like ringing brothers and Barnum and Bailey. We bought here. a zoo. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that was just how it was before he came. It was all manageable until the baby got here, but we'll fall into a rhythm. Um, it's just, uh, it's just getting that, that routine down. Right. Um, but as of right now, um, definitely elevated, bro. If I was being completely honest, um, there's, there's a, there's a level of anxiety. Um, but I think I'm, I'm managing it a lot better than I did with Addison. Um, I think because the birthing process was so much smoother with, with, with Graham, it was a scheduled C-section. Um, he came out. Everything was fine. Boom, um, bang, bop. Bing, bong, bang. Um, and, and we were <laughs> together. Now, Addison, um, and then and then I'll wrap this up. Um, Addison was like a 36-hour labor. And, uh, yeah, so, so, so we were at the hospital for, for some time. Ashley said, cut his ass out. Uh, yep, and, and uh, you know the contractions were, uh, you know, it was affecting her breathing in some way. And oh, so they came in and God. they came in and after 36 hours and we're like, yeah, we're doing an emergency C-section. And so they do the emergency C-section. And then what happens when she pops out? Well, there's some air outside her lungs. So she goes directly to the NICU. Um, then, <laughs> so Ashley doesn't get a chance to see her directly after that. I'm up in the fucking oh, NICU. Bro, God. bro, it was, it was a nightmare, right? It was just a nightmare scenario. Luckily, everything was fine. People have way worse fucking stories than mine. Um, and, and, and she's one of the smartest little kids I know, but, but this was a lot smoother than that experience. Yeah. <clears throat> so that uh, must've been night and day. Fantastic. Yeah, dude. And we weren't in the hospital for like six days. Like we were with Addison. I swear to God, it was after two days. This is the funniest shit. Um, I look at, I look at Ashley and I was like, how are you feeling? And she's like, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. And I was like, all right, well, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Cause I can't stand hospitals, bro. Um, and, and the, the nurse comes in and I'm like, Hey, we're ready to go home. <laughs> and she, and she just looks at me and she goes, she goes, Oh, Oh, okay. Um, yeah. let me get the doctors in here. And, and dude, they, she obliged man. Um, nice. and luckily, yeah, dude. So we were only in there for like three days, which is a win for a C-section. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, long story short, man. What I'm, do you I'm, go ahead? I'm doing, yeah. Long Good. story short, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm managing. Um, doing this podcast right now, sitting here talking with you, brings back some normalcy. You know what I mean? And we'll yeah. find our new routine. Um, it's it's just a transition period, bro. And that's rough for me. And I, I'm just glad that I can acknowledge it, right? Like, hey, at least I know what's bothering me, right? My little routine's a little fucked up. Yeah. So what are you, are you doing anything um, as far as like little self-care or moments of zen how are you keeping yourself sane do you get any moment to like gather yourself or you have any specific thing you're doing 
Yeah, man, I uh, I, I, I got the garden planted. Um, I'll go out Ooh. and water. Um, I will, I will, you know, I was complaining about the dog, but I will go and throw the ball for him. And I, there's something about watching, a you know, a dog go run and fetch the ball and bring it back. The, um, the utter, sheer, unbridled joy yeah, they man, experience just, chasing a ball. Yeah, tongue out, tail wagging, man. So it, uh, that's working. Um, I love being in the yard, so I'm out watering. Um, Dude, I love I, just playing yeah, with dude. my garden. It's yeah, man, I, I picked I picked some flowers for my mom. Get off day. my lawn! Yep, um, pick some <laughs> flowers, um, and then just uh, you know, trying to like I said, trying to find the routine. Um, I have moments, you know, when I when when the baby's sleeping, he sleeps a lot, where I can zone out for a second and just be with myself. Um, so so yeah. like I said, it, I'm managing it a lot better than I did with Addy. With Addy, I was I was fucking out of my mind, bro. And that's a story for another time. <laughs> well, I stress that too because it's my opinion that I mean, it's not my opinion about self-care. That's important, but it's my opinion that our it's up to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if you let yourself get run ragged, you will get run ragged. If you don't make time for self-care, you will implode at some point and it doesn't matter what it is if it's playing in your garden if it's reading a book if it's sitting on the front porch looking at this whatever it is any mine's the gym is a huge one for me like Mm -hmm. whatever it is make your little time give yourself whatever your little thing is give yourself that time to do that it it's important make the time because just running constantly and and Control the things you can control and give yourself the moments you can because a lot of the time, you know, with your current situation, you got the toddler, you got the newborn, you're going to have a lot of hectic, wild, whatever going on. So when you have those moments, you know, try to take them and enjoy them. And and just for anybody and for myself, I have to make the time. Like last night, I didn't really want to play softball because I knew I had to work all weekend. So I'm working seven days in a well, that'll be 12 days in a row by next Friday. But like, I knew I would feel good from it. I enjoy competing. I enjoy being on the field. I enjoy, like, I knew mentally it would be as important, more important for me mentally than it would be of making me physically tired. I was like, just Uh do it, dude. You're going to feel... And I did. I enjoyed myself. I needed that. Like, I need that dose of fun because I like it and I enjoy it. So, like, it's really important to figure out whatever that is for you and and make that time, you know? Dude, that's super important, man. And and like I said, you see, that was your your break from the monotony of, of working, you know, what, 12 days straight, right? Um, it's a, it's a, Hey, let me step aside from my normal routine of, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have Mia sit on my lap. I'm going to eat and then I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go back to work. Um, you know, you had your, you had your moment to go and Hey, I'm going to go have a little bit of fun. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go try not to break my ankle sliding into a baseball, a base bag. Um, you know, fun shit, dude. (laughs) Uh, you know, good stuff like that. Not that I did that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, man, self care is very important, man. I I I've gotten better as with that as the years have gone on. Um, I think what was it? Probably about a year and a half, two years. I started really leaning into like meditating. Um, I'm not some Zen monk or anything like that, but even just sitting out in the sun with my shirt off and doing a ten minute little like you know Zen moment where I I just play some meditation music and just let 
my mind just kind of calmed down. It it does wonders, bro. Mm-hmm. And then the gym. I'm going to find a way to get back into the gym. I, I'm taking some time off right now because of the current situation. Um, but but I will get back into that. And, yeah, self-care is important, dude. It's very important. And we can, you can, like you said, man, life can chew you up and spit you out. And, you know, how are you going to tolerate that? Are you going to get spit out or are you going to, hey, take it with some grace? Yeah, and I've found, I don't know if this sounds weird to people, but I think my <clears throat> ADD in my brain is such that the gym is an active meditation for me. So mm-hmm. with music pumping in my ears and me doing focusing on my workout, that is the quietest my mind almost ever is when I'm doing that. I'm I'm not thinking about other stuff. I'm not worrying about this or that. I'm just doing my routine and like just I'm just in my zone and I I especially love when I'm by myself I don't have to talk to anyone I don't have to I'm just doing what I'm doing and like that is my active meditation so that's why it's so huge to me it's not just about like oh I want to be big or whatever else all the side benefits are great but like it's just such a part of my routine that like i i need it i need that break like it always i'll always feel good afterwards and yeah dude and in essence it's kind of the same thing as meditating right like you're yeah you're focusing in on your breathing and you're and you're hyper focused on what you're doing in the present moment um so that right. yeah that makes that makes present complete moment, sense present yeah. moment awareness without judgment mindfulness yep, yep. that's you man well all right, all right man T minus 39 minutes, game six. I'm not feeling good about it. Warriors, Kings. I don't think you should, man. Yeah, I don't feel good about it, man. Um, So it's my opinion if the Kings lost. So this is Friday. So by the time we record it, the the Warriors will have already won the series. But um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Or by the time we drop it. But it was my opinion that the Kings could not drop that last game at home. That was bad. The Warriors are lights out at chase, but the Kings are a great team, and they're going to be fighting for their little lives. So I think they could still win, but I also don't think that they win two in a row, even if they do win tonight. Dude, they, they they can't shoot the goddamn basketball, bro. And, and, and Looney has been They started off so hot last game. Yeah, dude. And, Looney's and then they been went out of his mind. And then they went two for 28 behind the arc the rest of the game. Yeah, um, you know Kevin Herter wild. can't shoot a fucking beach ball into the ocean, um, <laughs> um, and 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 Looney has been dominating Sabonis. Like, Dude, Sabonis, like he's his dad. Sab- Sabonis, Sabonis scared, fucked bro. up my bet with his little bitch ass ten rebounds or something. I took his over on like thirteen point five. I thought he should hit it easily. And I'll be honest, let's be honest. I'm going back to the well because I expect a a big game out of him tonight. But uh. Well, that's wishful thinking, dude, because he's he looks like he's got the yips. You guys uh, need it. I can't believe that how Looney because the first one or two games, you know, Sabonis had his normal 15, 20 rebounds mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Looney's just been insane, man. Bro, bro, the boards um have been out of control, bro. And and he's just so much bigger than Domas, bro. There's just there's no way. Um they the the Kings have to gang rebound to even get any any anything going. And um, for and us, I think we're getting a huge boost, like from the others, like um, mm-hmm. like Gary Payton the second, 
and mm-hmm. uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Those two guys are dogs, man. The heart that Indeed. they show, tracking down offensive rebounds and put back dunks from a little six one, the big little man GP two. Like that stuff's huge. And then, dude, you can't take you can't take this um, out of context. Uh, Wiggins coming back after not playing in February since February and being oh, Wiggins he's after game been one, playing amazing. Yeah, like he's like it's so like, he like consistent. It's it's not like crazy out of his mind, but he's so good defensively. He makes uh, buckets his defense uh, is insane. offensively, and he's just like you don't have to worry about him. You never worry about like he's going to do his job and he's going to do well. He's going to give you eighteen to twenty like. Mm-hmm. And Easy. here's one thing I was talking with Kristen about. So Curry had a quote unquote bad game. He had he shot terribly from three. He yeah, had 30 31 points. points. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. what's crazy about him. You'd be like, I played like shit. How many points? Oh, he had 31 still. How how does he do that? Yeah, the fact that that game wasn't more of a blowout than it was, dude, was insane. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I think the Kings will come out, you know, fighting. Um, scratching and clawing, but I, I, uh, I, I don't have high hopes, man. With Fox with his finger, um, the way that the way that Domas has been getting dominated on the boards, and like I said, the other shooters, the others um, haven't been doing shit. Um, so yeah, Herder, well, Monk, you know, had that thirty-two point game, and then what do you have, eight or twelve or something the other night? Yeah, he had, he had like twenty-one last uh, the last game, oh. but but that was but that was like hit and miss, dude. Um, yeah, and yeah, and it's real inconsistent with him. Um, but yeah, you know Barnes hasn't been doing shit. Herder can't, like I said, can't shoot the ball. Um, Keegan Murray's a rookie and super un, uh, uh, indecisive. So you Man, have Fox he was out quiet there. the first few games too, and he's been balling all year. Yeah, 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 dude. He set the rookie three point record. Um, but it's just a yeah. I mean, if anything, dude, this season has been a win for the Kings, bro. The city is vibrating. Um, everybody's super stoked, and it looks like they have something moving forward. Um, I think they're, they're going to make some moves. Monty McNair's done a great job. And, and I think the Kings are, are going to be, um, you know, something we're going to be talking about for some time. And that's exciting. Um, yeah. But but I don't know if they pull it out tonight. If they do, I'll be stoked. But I, I don't know if they do. I'm in such a weird position because I'm like, I'm happy either way if either one loses. And I'm kind of bummed either way if, if either yeah. one loses. I am a Trader Warriors fan, but... I I was a Kings fan when I was young when you know before they tried to leave Sacramento and pissed me off and were trash for 35 years um like so and I'm from Sacramento you know what I mean so like yeah. I would if if the Kings won the series or if they win they still could I would be happy for my city and for a team that hasn't done it in years to be moving on and I would be full Kings the rest of the playoffs yeah. but so it's 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 a weird situation for me, but you know I love my Warriors too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Um, it's been the best first round series by far, dude. Um, and the people, it's the most watched. The people are definitely soaking it up. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be sweet. But all right, dude, I gotta go wake up the toddler. Um, I'm glad this was a this was just kind of a nice little free flowing pod. So I hope all the people listening uh, enjoyed it. Um, it was just a little check in. Next week we'll have a more, a more structured topic. We probably um, lost a few with all the basketball talk, but that's okay. 
Yeah, deal with it, man. You'll learn <laughs> something. Um, anyways, we uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify. Um, give us a rating. You don't have to give us five stars if you don't want to, um, but we would really appreciate it if you did. If you um, don't want to give us five stars, maybe just don't rate us. But if you do, yeah, then definitely yeah. do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> follow us on in- follow us on Instagram at Rude Dude Pod. Um, and uh, yeah, any anything else you want to say? Yeah, just uh, bear with us. We're going to do our best to get it done, but we're working around our busy schedules and obviously Cameron's. I know we, we do still have, um, we we talked about doing uh, loss, you know, and, and dealing with that, and we absolutely will do that. I'm not sure when. We're just kind of figuring everything out, but we will do it. And we have a lot of other topics actually in mind. Um, mm-hmm. And if you have one, Please send it to us on Messenger, text message, Instagram, however you get a hold of us. Please let us know if there's something you want to talk about. Uh, please shoot it over, and we'll be glad to to throw it in there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just let us know any way you want to communicate to us, and, and we'll we'll put it in our, our shared notes, and, and we'll talk about it. Um, that's that's what we're here for, man. But anyways, hey Hen, it's nice it's nice chatting with you, dude. It's good to feel see this is a part of my routine. I'm feeling better already. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna end this like we always do. I love you, dude. I love you too, man. Glad you're hanging in there. Congrats on five years and congrats on the beautiful baby boy. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. And remember, that. be yourself and fuck what they think. <laughs> Later, dude. Late. One of them see with the music and miracle I find it up up then boy the lyrics alright oh, oh.